Okay, hello guys. Hello. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> Relax. So we need a hello guys, man. Okay, uh anyways, welcome back to Tento's podcast. Um uh today I'm flying solo. Basically, our co-host uh, Adam isn't around. And next week is going to be another special one because we have a new member in our family. Kononya family lah. Um, he'll be taking over our podcast for a couple of episodes. Uh, that one will be revealed next time, lah. Anyways, how have you guys been doing? Hopefully, you guys been doing fine. To be honest, <laughs> numbers are going down. COVID numbers are going down, which is really, really good. We all are playing our part. Hope you guys have already registered for your vaccines. Please register for your vaccines. It's very important. Okay. Anyways. So today is a very special day. After a long hiatus of not having an episode out, we apologize for that because everybody's gone through uni life and it's not really, really, really fun. <laughs> um, we have something really special today. Uh, our guest for today is none other than basically one my cousin, my closest cousin, uh, Adam Arif. So he is um. You can say uh, the lead vocalist for a band called Lucid. Okay, um, it's spelled slightly di- uh, different. We'll we'll ask him. We'll ask him why is it spelled slightly different. And also, a uh, creator for for something called Friends of a Friend. Fourth for sure. Friends of a Friend. Okay. Um, so without further ado, we'll continue. We'll let him introduce himself further. All right. Take it away, my friend, my good friend. Hello, hello. Pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me, my dearest cousin. Um, it's nice. It's I've been I've been listening to this podcast for quite a while now, and wow, who would have thought I'd be I'd be a guest here at Tay and Toast? Like, <laughs> yeah. at some point, man. <laughs> Honestly, it's 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 a pleasure. It's a pleasure. Well, yeah. So a little bit of introduction to myself. Uh, my name's Adam. Um, I'm the vocalist and the creator of Lucid, and also I have my own side project called Friend of a Friend, and the abbreviation to that is Fof. So I go by Fof. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, it's something very new also for you. I've I've seen you started that up basically. Um, late last year ish or like mid last year, something mm. like that along the lines. No, I would say I would say early on in MCO actually, I was just messing around with some lo-fi beats on the internet. And you just like, oh, okay, you know, I I really like this beat. I just want to <laughs> like rant over this beat, you know, and just clear my mind on this beat. And yeah, that's how Fof came to be. It's just like yeah. a side project thing, but well, it, yeah, it's something for you for you to do basically in a solo sense of way, something like that. Is it? Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. I I treat it as a, well, I call it I call it my musical diary. You know what I mean? I understand. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's let's put uh, put forth in the back for a bit. We'll start with like, the the essence of it basically. Lucid. Why is why why did you decide to call it lucid? Uh, <laughs> why? Uh, well, we've been we've been getting. I've been getting this question a lot, actually, ever since <laughs> the creation of Lucid. Why Lucid spelled L-X-C-I-D? Like, should it be Lassit? 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 
But yeah, but unfortunately, it's pronounced lucid. And the reason behind that, it's basically a collaboration between love and acid. So the X is just yeah, like, like a... love, X, acid. So lucid. Ah, okay, yeah. so the L is for love and the Sid is acid in a sense, basically. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Okay, that's that's kind of weird. Is it like how did you like dream, you up, dream it up one day? Or like do you ask friends about like opinions on names? Or like what should I name my band, man, you know? <laughs> I'll I'll leave it up in the air. I'm still gonna keep it in my books on the <laughs> actual story to the name, but yeah. Let's, let's just call it love. It's a collaboration between love and acid right now, and all the euphoric feelings you get from love. Uh, understandable. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, um, what what made you feel like? Okay, I want to start start a band. I know you took like music in uni, basically mm-hmm. you studied music in uni. And what what made you feel like starting a band is what I want to do? Mm. <laughs> Your inspiration, in a sense, basically. Oh well, honestly, it it kind of started back in high school. Like I I I wouldn't say I was a dumb kid in high school. I, I was pretty smart, you know, but. I'm top of being smart, I was street smart more. You get what I mean? Mm-hmm. Understandable. So, like, I, I just don't see myself being that kind of person, you know, just, like, reading books all day, studying, just kind of, like, just, like, being good at copying and doing things again, you know? Like, I can't, I can't imagine myself doing, like, an office life. Uh, no, no, none of that nine to five. Yeah, none of that nine to five yeah. stuff. You know, like like I rather I rather do something fun, like something that I'd be much much more content with. You get what I mean? So yeah, so uh, shortly after high school ended, SPM ended, I just kind of just started playing around in the in the underground scene, like mm-hmm. open mics and stuff, just going out, just trying to make my name, and I eventually just got some good people along the way and got a band. So yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh. So basically, when you when you when you started off, basically you started off as a single solo ish person in a sense, right? Something like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, I got I got I got my uh drummer Josh back then to play the coon for me. So ah. I started off with like a whole acoustic thing. So the very how... thing that I hate to to be now. <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody has to start somewhere, you know. Yeah, that's uh, true. That's true. Everyone has an insurance face, you know. <laughs> Well, it can be an Ed Sheeran phase, it can be a Justin Bieber phase, it's, it's either or, you know, most of the music people start from starting acoustics, you know. And, yeah. uh, like, how did you come across, like, okay, people that would join Lucid, okay, like, the the people in your band, you have Douglas, your drummer, mm-hmm. Dominic, your bassist, Milo, your lead, and also, finally, John, your rhythm, rhythmic? Yeah, Alright, yeah. uh, so how did you find these people? Did they approach you or like you put an ad out like bandmates needed, manmates wanted? <laughs> well, funny story to that. Alright. Yeah, um, yeah, funny story to that actually. So, Lucid, Lucid actually have like, um, this is the current roster of Lucid is actually a latest and the second roster to ever come from the Lucid band. So before before Lucid, before them, we have um, my high school friends and also my college friends, mm-hmm. uh, Josh, Sandro, Adit, mm-hmm. yeah, and me. So there was four of us, right? 
So um, you were like the original, original first Lucid in a sense. Yeah, the the Lucid 1.0. Uh, let's ah. just, let's call it that. Okay. Yeah, Lucid 1.0. And and shortly shortly after that happened, like we didn't even make it through a year. Like everyone started to be like, yeah, you know what? I I kind of want to do this. I want to do something else. I want to study and stuff. So the band wasn't actually working out. So oddly enough, the current roster came together at <laughs> Lucid's last legs, I would say. Mm-hmm. Like, cause I was, I was pretty much ready to just, like, you know, okay, this band didn't work, shit. So you wanna screw? You were about to scrap it in a sense. Yeah, I was about to scrap it, and then, but then I was walking down, um, the college, uh, main area in, in Sunway, and then suddenly my friend just pointed out at me, just shouted from far. It was just like. Hey, this dude has a band, and I'm just like, okay, what the fuck? <laughs> right? Out of nowhere, I mean. Yeah, I'm just like, okay, what the fuck? And then um, he was talking to this someone who was uh, the organizer of the Levi Summer Jam, okay? Mm-hmm. Then they're like, oh, you have a band? All right, fine. Um, enter this thing. We need we need a lot of support. Blah blah blah. I'm just like, oh shit, okay. Now I'm I'm stuck doing this show, this mm-hmm. competition thingy that I don't even want to do, and I don't even <laughs> have a band. So I'm just like, okay damn all right let's 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 ask for some help i guess so i i went to my class and i found douglas and he was he was already playing drums for lucid at the time because i was trying to redo it but i was i was you know like i said i was ready to scrap it mm-hmm. so he called out dom which was my junior mm-hmm. and and yeah so there was me douglas and dom so we need guitarists right um I had my other friend Arif, uh, who stood in for John at the time, because he was John only came in later on. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and then Milo. Um, how we got Milo is basically I put up an ad. Yeah. So it's like an ad in <laughs> yeah, online or of, like in the. Arif who wants to play for a show this weekend. Blah blah blah. blah. It's, we're just gonna have a fun one. Blah blah blah. And yeah, and they got together. We we jam a few songs and went on to play, and we're just like, okay, I guess this is a. This is a band now. <laughs> yeah, and I, yeah, you know. But then plot twist, we won that Levi's thingy, so we had to come back for a second. <laughs> so they were just like, eh, you know what? Sure, why not? Let's just let's just do it, you know. I mean, yeah. congrats! Like throwing in like a technically last minute band mate, and you ended up winning something. Yeah, it was alright, I guess. <laughs> it was it was okay. It wasn't too big, you know. <laughs> Gotta appreciate the little things, you know. You start yeah. to that way. That's and, true, really. Uh, well, uh, for our, for, as your cousin, basically, I remembered you from doing small, tiny YouTube covers. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Every, like I said, everybody has a start, you know. Shut up. Go away. <laughs> don't, don't expose me, man. <laughs> you're, gonna, you're gonna find it. No. <laughs> Why, why, you better start deleting some some things now. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got to. It's, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, so, like, um, it's a great start, I guess, in a sense. Um, then, after that, you started developing in your sound, okay? Like, how, how did you actually think of that sound? How do you find your sound, if you know what I mean? Is it, like, a collective agreement or, like, just, um, like... Hey, I want to do this sound. Hey, I want to do this sound. Let's merge these sounds together in a sense. Like, mm-hmm. it's very important to have your own sound as a band, you know? Yeah, you can't be true. copying. But and it's, and inspiration is something good, you know? So, when did you develop your sound? Okay, yeah, that's true. So, 
when Lucid started out, it was pretty much, uh, well, I'm pretty much always the brain of Lucid, right? It's my love child. Like, I gave birth to it and I nurtured it. You know, I fed it, I made sure it's it's fed, it sleeps mm-hmm. well and stuff. <laughs> you, you took know? it in at night? It's like, it's like watching a kid grow, you know? That's how it is having a pet, you know? I'm like, oh shit, but instead of having one kid, you have like four other heads together, you know what I mean? Yeah, basically conjoined twins in a sense. Like, yeah, yeah, pretty much. You have to feed all the fucking heads and egos. <laughs> but, but anyway, yeah, it's not, it's not that bad, I'm, I'm joking. Um, but yeah, but basically it started from me, because... Um, I, I usually write songs based on my emotions. It's yeah. usually what I'm upset about at the moment. You know what I mean? Whether it be a heartbreak or whatever, yada yada. It's usually love related. So it started from Complicated Love, which was our first single that we put out. Mm-hmm. And we prior to that, prior to putting it out, we've been playing that single for like over a year. And uh, when we finally put it out, and then people had an idea of what Lucid was, you know, like this sad emo boys, this post rock. Shoegazy band, <laughs> indie rock. You know what I mean? Because those influences going in there, but it, mm-hmm. it wasn't shown on our tracks. It was mostly shown on our live perform- performances, you know? Okay. Yeah. So, and, yeah, so through that, we kind of like worked towards uh, a sound. Like, we, we realized, like, we as a band, like, all, all five of us, we like listening to MCR, we like listening to Bring Me The Horizon. Uh, like more to like pop, pop, rock, pop punk, more rockish in a sense? Yeah, or? Post, post-rock, uh, rock, progressive rock, yada yada, whatever, genres, genres these days, right? <laughs> yeah, so many. <laughs> I, can't, I can't really keep track of it, you know? Yeah, okay. um, yeah but yeah, we, we realized we have this kind of influences that we love playing this kind of bands. Oh, Arctic Monkeys. Can't, can't forget that one. Yeah. So, and then eventually we started writing songs based on those um, those songs that we love to cover. Yeah. You know, make it fast, make it good. Yeah. But so far, it's only been, it's, it's lucid sound has been pretty sad boyish. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, listening, to, uh, listening to it, I feel... Like, there is a sense of, like, yeah, rock out, but at the same time, sad, sad boy things. But, but, you know, it's like, oh, shit, you know, I'm just in my feelings, <laughs> but I just want to, you know, like, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's cool. So, everybody collectively agreed in a sense, like, okay, we're going to do this, you know. Has anybody come out with, like, hey, why don't we try this sound uh, for once, basically, or, like, how 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 it works in your band basically yeah, like we, a... we always try to incorporate it like whenever someone has a new idea but like if it doesn't work it just doesn't work you know what I mean like I have a lot of ideas but my ideas are just weird like ex- like borderline experimental so most of the time I get shot down <laughs> <laughs> well it has to be agreed by in a sense everyone like, uh, like if, it, if it doesn't like if it doesn't like disrupt the workflow as much like mm-hmm. as long as you can entertain the idea and make it make sense in that song of like whatever sound we're trying to go for, then it works. Yeah. So yeah. how like how many have how many songs have you put out, or like in are in development until today? Like after you created Lucid, which was about about three three years ago, two years ago in a sense. Yeah. Um. Uh, what what have you been developing? How what have you been putting out? Mm, well, we've had we've had three singles out on Spotify so far. We got Complicated Love, we got Sunflower, we got What I Feel, and we wanted to put out more. And like we had a whole 
whole tour plan planned out for like 2020, but whoop, <laughs> we, we shall not talk about 2020. Uh, 2020 what, what is 2020? Is that what, even what a year, you know? Just put it away, like, yeah. let's not talk about it, let's just move on, it's fine, cut our losses. <sighs> but yeah, we had, we had a whole, we had a whole album planned out, a whole EP, and we wanted to do an EP launch and stuff, yada, yada. but that didn't happen, so we, we decided to take like a whole year of you know, just chilling back, just like be uh, be like, okay, you know what, we don't have live shows right now, mm-hmm. we're not going to be out there, so let's just chill, let's just chill and start writing music. So, we just, we, uh, we just worked on our, like, um, backlog, uh, you know, like whatever songs we have shelved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so far we got, I would say about <laughs> seven to ten songs under our belt, like wow. most of them are like, 50%, 60%, you get what I mean? Uh, so it's still yeah. in the development stage, but it's already being being made at the same time. Lah. Yeah, but we, we did we did finish one really, um, like recently though, so... Okay, yeah. well, can't wait for that one. Yeah. <laughs> it's, been a, it's been a whole year of waiting, you know, and kind of kind of sucks, you know. I, I really wanted to go to, start to go into your shows, basically. I've only been to one. Mm-hmm. And I could have really enjoyed it in a sense. Yeah, uh, it was fine. It was uh, Medica, right? right? Medicaria. Medicaria, like bro. Medicaria. Yeah. Medicaria. It was great. It was fun. Everybody was like chilling, every, uh, jumping out. And basically, it was great. You know, you performed your single, basically, uh, Complicated Love during that time. Mm-hmm. And most of the photos I've seen you post on Lucid and everything is, it looks like a hella good time, you know? Mm-hmm. And I wish I could have gone there more often, you know. Hey man, it's okay. There's gonna be more in the future. We're just hopefully, gonna wait, you know. Hopefully, COVID is like yeets out, you know. It's just gonna outlive the this this pandemic or get the vaccine, whatever, you know. Can't wait to be speaking Mandarin like KJ. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways. So, um, music writing, music writing, some people would think like, oh, it's easy just doing, just, just whatever it is you're doing, you know? Like, I'm pretty sure it's not as easy as it seems or as it looks, as it look like, you know, as, as someone who's writing up your own originals and things like that. How, how would you say it's, it's made? What kind of thought process goes through your head when creating this? The lyrics that you have. Damn. Wow, that's a really tough question. Are you, are you sure you're ready for this? <laughs> a very deep one, though. Like, I, I, I really feel like everyone has their own way of, like, songwriting. Like, you can ask anyone, like, any two songwriters. Their processes wouldn't be the, diff- wouldn't be the same. You know what I mean? Because, like, personally, like, songwriting for me has always been very personal. You know what I mean? Like, I... Like, sure, I can write songs, like, which, um, you know, for occasions, but, like, I I wouldn't enjoy it as much as, as like, writing, like, personalized lyrics, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, about an issue or, like, a situation that I'm upset about mm-hmm. or something, some feelings that I just don't know what to deal with at the moment. I put it out in song. So... <laughs> To answer that, like the process of it is very painstaking. You get, <laughs> you get what I mean? Yeah, like, you have I'm, to dig really dig deep into yeah, that wood like, sometimes. Like some, like sometimes, like I, I, I would, I would actually go through periods of not writing songs at all and be like, I'm okay with it. But like once something bad happens or like something, 
something big, something sad. Mm-hmm. And then I just suddenly I'll just feel like writing songs again because like it's something that I'm I know what to do, you know, something that feels comfortable to me. So for me, it's basically just writing things that I'm upset about and then finding the vibe to it in terms of the arrangement, like in terms of song, like when it comes to Lucid, it's always like heavy guitars and a lot of like solos and stuff. Mm-hmm. We try to make it emotional in that sense. But for my personal personal stuff, like folk, mm-hmm. they're, <laughs> well, I keep calling them lullabies and steroids because uh, it's just, yeah, it's, it's just simple melodies, but it's like, listen to the words, you know, yeah. Well, the it, what makes a song is the lyrics as well as the beats. You know, if if it doesn't suit well, it's not gonna go well. To be honest, uh, that's what I feel about certain things. Yeah. Uh, do you see like you have basically you have your your own voice, your own sound basically? I mm. uh, do you ever see like Lucid ever venturing out into something unknown like deep waters or something that is popular right now? Uh, yeah, because you're sitting in the underground scene technically for now, so <laughs> that's the struggle. Do you want to keep your 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 sound, keep it original, your you yourself, or is there some point that you might have to jump out and uh, into something more popular, popularized in the radios these days? Damn, <laughs> damn. All right. Hmm. Well, honestly. Well, if I care about those things, I wouldn't be indie, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what I would like to say a lot, but like, <laughs> but like, sure, the real the reality of it, like, it's always a business. Like, even when it comes to music, it comes to songs, it comes to like whatever, it's always about the things that sells and the things that that the consumers like. You get what I mean? True. So. Sure, maybe maybe Lucid will shift their sound, our sound to like a much more, you know, radio friendly kind of way. Mm-hmm. But that that's just gonna be on occasions, you know. <laughs> you a what song I mean? like, or two is just basically fine. Not, yeah, not the whole. Like one song hits on the radio, and then we'll we'll just grow to hate that song like <laughs> as a band collectively. Just like oh god, this uh, is the most popular shit we've written. Oh. Well, I understand basically, like, cause uh, I listen to a lot, a lot of Twenty One Pilots, yeah. and um, same thing goes to the song "Stressed Out." You know, remember we yeah. we all have heard "Stressed Out" in so many times in the radio, and yeah. actually, like, they express that they didn't now they really hate that song because it's over popularized. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? that's that's the route that I'm going for, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so. You know you're successful when when you hate that one song that's popularized, basically. Yeah, but I still, I still gotta wait for that though. I don't I don't know what it feels like yet. <laughs> it's it's a climbing process, you know. All you need is that one big banger hit, you know, and somehow or other, you'll build up yourself, you know. Just don't become like you. Just just don't become like Gautier and just disappear off the face of the earth like somebody we used to know. Oh damn! What if what if I want to know? Maybe maybe he had it, you know, like. He, he had the right mindset, you know, just do one banger or two bangers, yeah, get all that royalty from that every year. <laughs> That's true, you know? Ciao. Fair. Uh, <laughs> well, people works in mysterious, mysterious ways, you know? Definitely, yeah. Uh, as a performer, how does it feel like um, when you perform in a small crowd, in live shows or, you know, um. Anyway, basically, I've seen you perform at B Republica and 
um, a lot of Merdekaria as well. Mm. And on occasions, I, there are a few places that I, it's on the top of my head, but I forget. But how does it feel like performing for you? No, it feels the best. It's like, to me, like, it just feels like home. You know what I mean? Like, well, personally, I, I love singing in the shower. Mm-hmm. Like, to do it as a living, <laughs> not living, like, <laughs> to do it on a regular basis. So basically, and, you imagine people look, watching you sing in the shower, is it? Like, you stand yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, if you put it that way, it sounds good yourself. <laughs> okay, but like, no, maybe not in that sense. <laughs> okay, no. but to me, like performing just feels great. I I get to express myself. I get people actually get to see me on stage, and like it's a place where I I truly feel like if people don't hear me here and now, like people won't hear me anywhere. You know, <laughs> like yeah, like I've already like put my mind into bite sizes into song, so jump. You know, it, it wouldn't be a, a harder than that. You know? So after putting out complicated love and also sunflower, like we uh for I saw you start to build a small fan base, not a really big one, but those that matter basically for what I I feel. And you have started making yourself known to a certain set of fans or certain uh, certain listeners. And how does it feel like when there's fans that approach you like oh my god i love your song you know like post it on on instagram and things like that. what 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 goes through your head <laughs> they're always they're always the colorful bunch of people <laughs> that, that listen to our band so it's always an interesting interesting experience meeting every single one of them when they come up to us and be like oh shit we saw your band the other day like we we listen to complicated love or we love this stuff most of the time, I don't know how to react because it's pretty new to me <laughs> like i'm just like i'm just sitting there like jump yeah, you like my myself. <laughs> yeah, you know, like damn, I don't, I don't know what else to say. Like, which um, do you want a drink? Do you want... <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 re- I really tense up and get awkward in that situation. But over time, I learn how to handle it better. Like, like I understand that people that listen to our music really like our music because they relate to it. Like, they really enjoy it. In yeah, they enjoy it. They enjoy the sound. They relate to the words. So it's really nice, uh. It's it's nice seeing that support and people just coming out to to us and be like, yeah. It it keeps us going. You know what I mean? Just be like, hey, shit, okay, like you know, oh shit, you listen to that stuff. You you're, you're keeping an eye out. You know, it it feels nice. Yeah. Other than the aura of fans keeping you moving forward, you know, fans are important. But like, what what is your who who has been your driving force? Who has been your inspiration to continue on to do this and see it through until the end? You know what I mean? Hmm. Because there, there was, there was a point that you were, oh, you almost wanted to, to can the, the this whole lucid idea, but yeah. it didn't, and thankfully it has, you know, risen up from the ashes. Yeah. So like your who, who like who had helped you grow into this? Who was your inspiration to keep on moving forward? Yeah. Who? Who? Yeah. Well, you don't really have to mention specific names, you know. It's yeah. very. No, it's not. It's nothing personal. It's, I'm just. I'm just more boggled at the fact that I can't really answer a question. <laughs> yeah, you, you get what I mean? Because yeah, like up, up to this point, it's like I feel like I've always just done it for me. You get what I mean? Like even when I've grown to hate hate it, I've grown to hate music. I I've grown to hate writing it, mm-hmm. and like. 
eventually learning to love it again, I realized that which I'm, I just love it, you know. It's Your something. Passion. Yeah, it's my it's my passion, and it's something that I have held on to for the longest time for the for the longest time in my life. Ever since I've learned how to like pick up guitar and write some songs, mm-hmm. yeah, you know I mean, but um, it was it was it was just me all along. I did it for me. <laughs> I did it for yourself. Also. Yeah, I did it for me. <laughs> but but special shout out to to Mr. Frank, you know. Yeah, uh, guy. Yeah, he's my he's my lecturer. He was the ex basis of uh Alicats and well sadly enough he passed away like in Alila. In Alila. Yeah, but like uh, yeah, I, I have to hand it to that guy because like which um he kinda taught me that that music is all you need, you know. Like hmm? uh, yeah, you know. Yeah, not gonna say much about Mr. Frank. Uh, it'll, it'll just be sobby. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Frank. Do it for Mr. Frank. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Alright, then uh, watching, hopefully this lucid thing will grow further, you know. I really want to continue watching you in perform and do what you love, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's very important for you and it's it's your way of living and you want to live that life, basically. Yeah. It's not because you want to fame. Well, everybody wants fame and fortune, but it's you you have to enjoy doing it and what's the point if you don't if you don't enjoy doing it, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like, which I, uh, you know, it's just becoming a day job. You don't want a day job. <laughs> True. Like, yeah. okay, what would you say to like other people who are just like in the verge of giving up or like canning something? What 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 would you say to them in a sense? Like, hmm. <laughs> listen, buddy, don't give up. <laughs> like, I know it's not worth it. I know you. It prob- whatever you're doing probably wouldn't amount to anything. But that's only what you think. You know what I mean? Like eventually one of these days, like people will come to appreciate you, you know. You as a person, your music and like it will be heard one day. Like it's just a matter of time and it's just a matter of how well you express it. That's all, honestly. Like there's no reason to give up. Like if you really love music, like if you really love doing what you're doing, like you wouldn't be faced so easily. You know what I mean? Yeah, because it's because art is suffering and there's always beauty in art, whatever. <laughs> very, very inspirational right there. <laughs> so, um, other than Lucid, so you've been working on this thing called Friend of a Friend, basically. The first time I heard it, you were doing a live show on Facebook Live. That's the first time I heard, I saw. Yeah. And, um,. I I I stuck I stuck through it for a while and after that I had to, you know, do some family chores, you know, uh, things, you know. So yeah. um I watched it for quite a while. You were in your room with that with a dark spatial team in a sense with lights beaming to the background and you know, all yeah. that that sad sad boy things, you know. Yeah. I would see like what what do you what would you say for fourth is friends over friends if is. <laughs> Yeah, well, fourth, I don't know, fourth started from way back, from when I started my degree, when I first started my music degree in Sunway. Um, yeah, it used to be, it used to be that, a sort of musical diary to me, you know, like, whenever I feel like ranting or whatever, I just pull out a beat, and I'll just rant over it, and I'll just be like, eh, ew, this sounds like shit, but I kind of like it, I'll just keep it, you know? <laughs> 
Yeah. And then eventually, there's like, a, it, years, I, I develop it and I add more to it, you know. Just do it back. Yada, yada, yada. And I don't know. I, I find that it's not too bad. <laughs> you get what I mean? I'm just like, oh, shit. Okay. This is it, this okay, you know. This, this, can, this can work. Yeah. It's just a solo effort for you, in a sense. Yeah. It's just it's just a pure pure passion project to me up up to this point. But, yeah. So, what would you describe Fove as? <laughs> That's the main question. If if Lucid is your your brain not brain child, yeah. and also uh, sad boy sad boy punk punk post punk music basically, mm-hmm. what would you describe Fove as? Because yeah, I would I would describe Fove as the true me, you know. Above, above being Adam Arif, above being the frontman of Lucid, I am nothing but a friend of a friend. You get what so, I mean? Like, it's your way of expressing like, yeah, I'm here and I understand, you know? Is yeah, it? it's like, Macha, I'm just, I'm just everywhere. You get what I mean? Like, eventually you hear of me. And yeah, that's, that's the whole concept behind Friend of a Friend. Like, both. That yeah. one, that one I listen. It's more towards um rap, like semi rap ish. Yeah. Would you say that way? Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty rappy. It's pretty yeah. rappy. Like I, I like the beats. The beats are great. I love the beats. <laughs> yeah, they're like they're like lullabies on steroids, right? <laughs> like, that's it. Yeah. Still, still similar feeling. Like I wanna bump to it, but I know sad tears are falling out. <laughs> yeah, the the whole point of hope is just to make you feel uncomfortable. You know, <laughs> you want a whole experience. Like, what am I feeling? Like, what is this trip? Okay. Uh, what 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 do your other bandmates feel about? You know, it's your it's your something like semi side project in yourself, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, but do they feel like it's taking you away or do they feel any what do they feel towards it you know when you told them like hey i'm, I'm also working on four mm, well honestly like like it's it never has amounted to that like because like i said it has always been a passion project maybe maybe lately i've been a little bit more active on both like sure but i feel like me and my bandmates we have a mutual understanding of keeping it professional you know like mm-hmm. Like don't don't kind of mix up the the schedule between Lucid and your own personal thing. Sure, it does it does clash at times, mm-hmm. but not about reason, uh, You know, like I, like everyone, everyone are like everyone is a musician. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, such um everyone just understands like like they understand that this is what they love doing. So we just we just respect each other in that sense, you know. That's cool. I've met your band members like once or twice, I think. Mm. Uh, once was like your sister's wedding or something, and then the other one was like at your drummer's house. <laughs> I remember they were like planning for a shoot or something like that. Oh yeah. You um. Would. Do you? Hmm? Oh yeah, you would. <laughs> I went. Uh, you were planning or something. I'm like, okay, I was just there standing watching the, the whole creative process going on. I'm like, oh. It's more than meets the eye, to be honest, most of the time. Well, I didn't expect any less, to be honest. It's just that when you see it happen in front of you, then only you'd understand how, how rough and it hard it is to actually develop something that looks just so easy. Yeah, man. Yeah. All right? Yeah. So your pathways um, are, are carved, basically. You, you 
mates literally took chisel and hammer and carved your way through whatever that has been given to you, right? So, like, how do you feel like, um, has the process been super tough for you or has the process been super easy for you or how how does it go easier in the future? Mm, sorry, what, I, I didn't catch the last part. Uh, like, is it going to, do you feel like it's going to get any easier for you or like it's going to get even harder at this point? Mm, I think... I think I have the best of both worlds, though. You know what I mean? Like, which I'm, I'm, I know that my network is not that big yet. Like, which is, it's not, it's not as big compared to others. Like, sure, I know people here and there to get me around, to get me to, to, to help me with things. But like at the same time, I, I try to keep it humble, though. You know what I mean? Like, I try not to let it get into my head. That which I'm okay. Yeah, you know what? I kind of have a name for myself, but in actuality, I don't. You know what I mean? Like, like mm-hmm. just like it's always, it's always been a grind kind of thing. Like you just have to work to it, so if you really want it, you know. Like I said, like at the at the end of the day, everything is a business. So what kind of business do you want to form with, with mm-hmm. whatever parties you're working with? So I'd say it's just it's gonna get it's gonna get harder and easier. <laughs> yeah, it's it goes where where your efforts put basically. Yeah. yeah. Uh, have you you have you met like other underground artists that like has inspired you to continue on or like shift your music tastes here and there? Locally. Locally, local, local in, in maybe indie or not not specifically indie, just in general like underground artists that oh, you yeah, find. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of bands that inspire me to like to like evolve and do new things like there's always new things to discover you know like some like you think you think you know everything about music and then the next day someone just kind of like flips a beat put it puts it on reverse and it smacks and it slaps mm-hmm. and it just like oh, damn <laughs> oh well, damn why didn't i think of that first? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so so yeah like there's a lot of there's a lot of local bands like local underground bands that does that that have that kind of effect like it's it's good to just keep an eye out and never be like spiteful of it. Yeah, I don't don't even be spiteful of like anyone's success. So which, um, yeah, they do inspire me. Like I would say a few examples would be, uh, well, I would say Advents. They're they're like local indie boys. <laughs> they're they're funny. They're 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 funny boys, but they're they're pretty good. Um, Singer, Time Machines. And a bunch of other rappers as well. You get me? Local rappers. Sinja has been Sinja has been also like slowly uh, getting up there because I've started to see them around basically most of the time on Instagram, Twitter sometimes. Mm. And it's great that some of these bands are slowly developing themselves as a local uh, hit in a sense. Like uh, you've seen... I forgot what's that. Midnight Music. Midnight Music yeah. started basically from where you are, in a sense. Mm. Was it? Or wouldn't you say... I think they, they started pretty underground as well. And yeah, now... No. <laughs> not really? I think I think they're label boys, but yeah. Uh, but yeah. anyways, they now have made themselves pretty pretty well known. Their music's put out and everybody knows who Midnight Music is. Yeah. And... Also, as like a music creator, and you've also 
worked in um, the music industry, like recording and things like that. You've met also, you still met, have met certain bands that worked with your your label or your workplace. Like, how would you feel like um, when they reacted to uh, working with you? Like, no, know, knowing that uh, so, like basically before this, you don't know each other. Then fi- when they find out that oh, you have your own band, like how how was the interaction is? What do you guys usually talk about? Well, well, in that in that industry, like, most of the time people would try to avoid that question. Which are, oh, you have a band, okay? <laughs> you know I mean, there's always that that lingering in the room, like, which are, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm the basis of blah, blah, I'm the lead singer of blah, 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 like people, like you know, to like a certain aspect, like I'm sure everyone expects us to know, but like which um. If they don't know, they just don't know. Uh, they just ask. They'll be like, oh, are you in a band? You know, for like small talk or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's usually just that. It's just about small talk. <laughs> Until you show them like your your music and stuff, then only it, then people will show interest. Uh, you know what I mean? It's well, more of like, like in, in that setting, like people, people would like to see what you can do, really, what you can, you know, what you're talking about. You see any potential collaborations with other bands in the near future, or like, do has any uh, any bands or soloists approached you like, hey, I I want to do this project with you. Uh, if you don't want to give out spoilers, you can say like, you know, vaguely, <laughs> la. Hmm. Hmm. I think. We do have like a collab coming up soon, but we'll just gotta see and wait and see. Not 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 a band. We're working a producer and we're working uh, something something new, something fresh, something different from our usual sound. So yeah. So that's a heads up, I guess. What? But we're we're open to working with any bands, honestly. Not definitely. Yeah. If they're they they're interested is hit you up basically. Hmm? If they're interested, they can just find you. Yeah. That's good. Okay, like how how has your relationship with your bandmates developed over the past year or so? Mm-hmm. How would you feel like like from the start of that that fateful Levi's um show thing to now? How would you say the development of your bandmates and Levi's job? Levi's was in twenty eighteen, so it's been what three years now? Yeah, yeah, yeah three years. Yeah, mm, it's been okay. <laughs> like, I would say, like, which, uh, from initially from that Levi thing, like, of course, everything was awkward. Mm. Like, like surprisingly enough, like, my bandmates are pretty shy people despite being rock stars. Are, are you serious? They seem pretty out there. So yeah, not okay, but starting off, gosh, dude, no, they're not. <laughs> they're, they're pretty shy people. Oh, yeah. But we worked through it, I guess. That means we worked, we worked through it slowly and surely. Like, like I just give them the opportunity. Like, you know what, dude? This is the stage where you rock and you skill it. You know, just, just express your playing. Nah, nah, don't fight. Okay, not say park. Okay, whatever. You go crowd and do it. Yeah. You do you love in a sense. Yeah. So we worked, we worked, worked on that, and eventually, like, and then our relationship just kind of grew closer and closer. Like, we have a sense of camaraderie going on. Like. So there's always like a professional touch to it. Like like that's that's how I feel like we always do stuff. Actually we try to keep it as professional and like as clean as possible, you know what I mean? Like which um like 
senang lah. Work is work, kerja senang. lepak is lepak lah. Yeah, exactly. Work kerja, work kerja, lepak, lepak. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so it's been good. And last year for Corona, it was, eh. <laughs> it was okay. We, we, we barely did stuff except for writing songs. So that was pretty much it lah. Yeah. Working, working through Corona, everybody is is struggling at this point. You know, everybody's been waiting. I'm pretty sure a lot of bands are waiting to just jump out there straight away as soon as doors are allowed to be open and things like that. Have you ever thought of like running um, online shows or collaborating with online uh, online shows? Yeah, definitely. But like we we always have like much a bit of a um, downside though, because that like, we're a band. It's a bit hard to like record live streams through Insta or like Facebook without the proper equipments to do it, you know. Or else it would just sound very loud and sound like shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we we don't really want to do acoustic sets. So yeah, that's our that's our whole dilemma, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Understandable. Um, you growing up to hate acoustic things at the yeah. same time because you start your your upbringing was from that, but in the end, like. Sometimes you have to do things out of your own comfort zone, you know, just to move forward. And it's pretty hard for you, you and all of other bands. Soloists can be pretty easy, basically. They just record by themselves or just perform themselves. Like if your bandmates are like in five different locations and you want to have horrible internet at the same time, it's just going to sound like a big old mess, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like when they to a Zoom call, I guess, I guess that works, but like, why? You know what I mean? Like, it could have been so much better. True. Every, everything works bet- a lot better in life, you know? Yeah, exactly. You get, you get the idea. Yeah. What, what's what's your your goal for this next couple? Let's say five years. In five years, where do you see Lucid being or Lucid or even Fourth being? Mm, I'd say I like to say around the world, <laughs> but like we're we're not even sure if that's the possible. It might still be in houses in the next five years, but I'd say somewhere lah. You know what I mean? Like I would like more people to like listen to Lucid, listen to Fourth, mm-hmm. and I'll be okay with that. You know, that's that's just I'm just gonna take it one day at a time. You know, screw that's a five year plan, screw. A Ten year plan. <laughs> so it's a one day plan. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm pretty sure your bandmates would basically feel the same, or maybe they do have plans for the near future. Who knows? Everybody, every it, tomorrow is a new day. You never know what is gonna happen next exactly. day. You know, you never know somehow or other you're gonna get a call from Indonesia saying, "Hey, I want you." Who knows? Yeah. yeah, exactly. We might not know. I have a weird fall in front of my house. Very nice. <laughs> we might not know. You might not know. We never know. You might not know. So, um, any projects coming off from Fourth? Other than we we talk about Lucid's projects in the future, how about Fourth? What do you see in development for Fourth? Mm. You are you going to move out of that? Um. Uh, lullabies on steroids. One. <laughs> that's a bit. That's a bit hard to say. I might. I might. But like, I'm looking. I'm looking with a lot of collaborators right now. Like, there's a lot of people who actually like how folk sounds, and they're down to work together on a track and stuff. So I'm. I'm. I'm just gonna focus on that for now. You know, like cook something up, see if mm-hmm. it's fire, see if it slaps. Mm-hmm. 
if it works it works well yeah. it's easier for you because it's, it's like a so it's a solo work in a sense yeah, that's, you don't that's have like, to be it's like less pressure you know mm. Yeah, and yeah. you can do you can do online shows in a, at the same at the same time it promotes you, you and people will see you as also fourth and also lucy so yeah, it, it's sure. it's great it's putting both best of both worlds out there yeah definitely all right so i think we have covered almost everything i guess it, uh, and well, it's been a really long talk yeah, yeah. um <laughs> it was like I didn't even realize. Well, it's good to have like a conversation going. It's fun, and then when you're talking about your passion, time flies really quickly. You never really realize what you're talking about, like how long you've been talking about it. You know. Yeah. And I'm, true. I'm really happy that for you that Lucid is picking up. Parents are supportive. Everybody is around you is supportive. You know, and somehow or other, some way, someday, hopefully, you'll be. Seeing it and world stage, hopefully, you know, mm. in the next, you know, never, you never know. Ho- yeah. Just hopefully, Corona just goes away. <laughs> yeah, so. hopefully, and I can play shows, do whatever I want, crowds. So here's here comes the time where you put in the shameless plug session, basically. <laughs> Ew, so no. Go. Right. Okay, maybe not shameless. I mean, this is uh, where you pro- um, you know, put yourself out there. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Allow, allow yourself to do it so um yeah listen to my stuff listen to lucid listen to folk you can find me on instagram adam arf a-d-a-m-a-r-f-f at adam arf and you can find all my links in there on, on the insta so yeah just try me on insta you find everything links out to lucid and everything basically yeah both yeah my soundcloud my spotify yada yada you get the juice yeah that's good so thank you again. I really appreciate you coming out tonight. It's thank you for having me. Eleven o'clock. I have been wanting to do this this session with you for quite a while already, mm-hmm. and um, you've helped me with um, this podcast things. Basically, giving me tips and tricks. You know, calling me a dumbass sometimes here and there. <laughs> yeah, gotta gotta call it dumbass. <laughs> well. You at the same time you want me to do better, and I really appreciate that as a music as a as a person who's, who's who really knows his music things and audio things. I really appreciate the coming from you, you know. Yeah, I know it might it might be a little a little bit rough, a little <laughs> tough love, you know. We just we just grew up with that. <laughs> you know, you, if you if you want to grow, you have to accept criticism. You know, yeah, how it all works. That's so true. again, thank you. Uh, I really hope that uh, for Lucid generally and your bandmates you your bandmates uh fourth and anything in the future that you will excel and hopefully you'll be playing on top of the world you know thank you so much i thank you so much and thank you you guys for listening to us um wherever you are what time you're listening to this um doesn't really matter but thank you. <laughs> you never know you'll be sitting on the toilet 3 a.m in the morning listening to uh adam talk about lucid on the toilet you know having <laughs> some tea and toast you never know you know it'll be great it'll be great you know yeah. so from us Tientos, thank you so much for listening and hope you have a great day night year all around and see you on the next episode goodbye Good night. <laughs>